Hello, Vickers Knickers. Sid Snot here on this here Trash the Wizards podcast. <laughs> you may not have heard me for a while. I've been busy with some physical and biological expansion. Or as some people call it, getting married, having kids and getting a massive mortgage. <laughs> yeah, but that's not changed me. No, no. I'm still wild, Sydney. Here, no one knows what I'm going to do next. <laughs> Unless it's seven o'clock weekdays when I go off to work at the checkouts at Farm Foods. <laughs> yeah, but right, right, right. I'm at night. At night, I'm wild. Wild I am, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm wild. Yeah, except for Tuesdays when I take a man and fold to Bali and Fridays when I pick up Jesmond from Oki Reconstructions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who am I kidding? I've lost it. It's gone. It's gone. I once jumped on Freddie Mercury, you know. Oh, God. Where's my punk spirit? It's the wave machines. Broke the neck on my guitar And told you how it's going to be And later when you left the room I whispered you could fucking die And every time your back was turned I put a finger in the air And every time you turn around I hide it cause I know it hurts Where's my punk spirit? When I need it Where's my punk spirit?
got slow, still had naivety. If I served my time, I learned some bad rhyme and a chord or three. You ever get the feeling we were had? As the innocence gave way to something cold and sad. Did I fight in the punk wars for this? Did I fight in the punk wars for this? What started out with good intention all just turned to shit. Did I fight in the punk wars for this? 75, I came alive. Where it all began I cut off my hair I took in my flares Joined the art school band When I see just what we've all become I want to go back, yeah, rewind And undo all we've done Did I fight in the pop wars for this? Did I fight in the punk wars for this? The honesty, the energy, the ignorance was bliss. Did I fight in the punk wars for this? There were no matters of flats. We put an end to all that. But we let down our guard. And the bastards fought back. All the hacks and the crews Splashed it over the news And when the rats bought the ship Rebel Rickett, and you're listening to the Trust the Wizards podcast. And this podcast is for music lovers. And you're asking, just how much do the hosts love music? 
Well, let me tell you, because here we have a man who loves music so much that every day he puts a note in his piggy bank for safekeeping. He cossetes his crotchets, he labours his quavers and fondles his forte. He hugs his harmonies, moon faces his melodies and spoons the symphony. He dry humps, drum thumps, spreads melamine on four, four time and bunks the bass. He jizzes over jazz, he squirts onto the side drum and he gives the tambourine a knee tremolo. It's Sharitho Garbanzo. <sighs> And a man who loves music so much he goes out for a pint with a Gregorian chant. He cuddles the cantata, winks at the waltz, pets the pitch and kisses the key. Fiddles the fiddle, gets burr with a fanfare and takes it up the flute. He hornet fornicates with the middle eight and can't get enough of the horn. It's Kick Ravels! What, darling? <laughs> Music's worried around these boys. Let's get on with the show. Meanwhile... In the far reaches of the solar system, the International Space Station is just passing Pluto, and a small but cosmopolitan group of astronauts are sitting around, eating biscuits, and looking out of the window. So, I have given each of you a clipboard with a tick sheet. As we go past Pluto, put a mark in the checkbox to take it off. Did you know that even though Pluto was first discovered by Clyde Tombaugh in 1930, its existence was first predicted by Percival Lovell in 1915? Of course I knew that. It was a planet for 76 years until it was reclassified as a dwarf planet in 2006. That is correct, amigo. Because these days, Pluto is thought to be an object in the Keeper Belt a disc-shaped area of icy dark objects beyond Neptune. Yes, but you probably don't know that it has one large moon, Charon, <laughs> named after the fairy man to the underworld from Greek mythology. Oui, bien sûr, but let me tell you, there are two much smaller moons, Nyx, named after the Greek goddess of darkness, and Night and Hydra. Named after the nine-headed serpent, defeated by Hercules. Si, si, si! And do you know there are two more moons, Styx, named after the mythical river to the underworld, and Kerberos, the dog who guards the entrance. What kind of tick do we put on the clipboard when we see the moons? A lunatic. It's <laughs> not bad, Pedro Ball. But uh, do you know, why doesn't the moon cut his hair with scissors? I don't, I don't know. know. Why, why doesn't, doesn't the moon, moon cut, cut his, his hair with scissors? scissors? Eclipse! <laughs> <laughs>
And that was Husker Du with the biggest lie from the, the monumental, monumental album, Zen Arcade. Yeah. Very good, that. I don't know if you're familiar with Zen Arcade back in the day. Mm. In, in the 90s, I had once had an argument, actually, against someone who said that the Stone Roses by the Stone Roses mm. was the most important rock album of all time. Mm. Uh, and it's I said, not B-1000, is it? Well, you would probably argue it was. Yeah. But it's, it's the most significant because it, it took rock music into dance music. And it was then the transition that led to so much more. Yeah. And I said, you're wrong. Yeah. And he said, well, what is the best rock album of all time? Yeah. And I said, Zen Arcade by Husker Du. Hardcore into rock. Well, well, well I, I didn't really sustain my argument very well, and he won. Right. If but if, well, if you're talking about a, an album that's been most influential on, on where rock has gone after that, then you'd, you'd have to go back to, you know, Are You Experienced or, or Revolver and things like that. You could have gone anywhere, couldn't yeah, you, really? Yeah. But we settled on those two albums. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he won, but he was wrong. And I think what I, the point I didn't make was it fused hardcore yeah. with emotion. All right. Okay. And that's what it does. Yeah, you know, it certainly makes it more accessible, doesn't it? I'm not sure it's even... It's a good album. I don't think it's my favourite Husker Do album, though. I, wouldn't. I don't know that album. I know one called Warehouse Songs and Stories, which is uh, the only one of theirs I've got. Do you know which New, I, I like New Day Rising? That's the one I like with... No. Uh, uh, what's it called? Books about UFOs. Yeah, no. But it was a good song, but that that to me was more important because it was it was like a concept album, double album. When when hardcore was doing True. you know a lot of short songs, they mm-hmm. threw a twelve minute dreams reoccurring. Newest weird... industries on it, isn't it? Newest industry. That's. I, I don't recall that particular one. Yeah. But anyway, do you want to Zen Arcade in numbers? Yeah, go on. Okay, twenty five tracks, right? Yeah. Twenty three were recorded in one take. Nice. The total hours, the total hours of recording time, they'll stood there playing music, forty hours. <laughs> right, incredible. Yeah. Uh, it only took a further forty-five hours to mix it. Yeah. The whole thing was done in forty eighty-five hours. Right. It only cost three thousand two hundred pounds. They only pressed five thousand copies, yeah. and by spring nineteen eighty-four, eighty-five, sorry, it sold twenty thousand. And how, yet, how long? Eighty-five hours. It's for the whole thing. That's, that's less than it takes to do this podcast. Yeah. yeah. What a remarkable thing. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, they do practice. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, Husker Du, of course, uh, famously named after a Danish memory game. You knew that. A board game, yeah. Yeah, you knew yeah. that. Husker no, Du, me- meaning... Uh, do you remember? Do you remember, yeah. I thought, I thought what we should do as, as the Trust the Wiz- Wizards uh, franchise, or in, indeed business... Let's is create, the franchise, yeah. is, ...is create a Husker Du, Husker Du game where you have a board, uh-huh. and under each picture, or sorry, under each cover, there's a picture of a Husker Du album, or, mm-hmm. I don't know, Bob Mould. Or, or band member. Or, your band yeah. member. Yeah. And, so, and then you can play Husker Du with Husker Du, so it would be Husker Du, so, Husker Du. So is, is the Husker Du, Hus- yeah, Husker Du, Husker Du, yeah. is basically playing Husker Du. Yeah. Is Husker Du basically Pelmanism, Pairs, yeah, yeah, right, Memory, yeah. that yeah, game? Yeah, it is, yeah, but, but, okay. with, but you have to lift things off. So I, I've created this board game. Have you? Oh, yes. yes. Here, here it is. So I, I think it'll work really well on the pod, this. Yeah. Okay. So if I put it down there, right? Okay. Okay, so what you've got to do is you've got to take, a, take, take two things off. Okay. Right? So okay. I'll start. I'll start. Go so on, yeah. I'll set the first one. Oh, oh, look at that. Zen Arcade. Good. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, then I've got here. Oh, it's Grant Hart. Bollocks, that's not right. So I have to put them okay. up to Dan. So it's like a board. Oh, I know, see. Zen yeah. Arcade and Grant. That's not snap. No, no, it's not. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I'll go next. Go on then. Okay. Flip your wig. Yeah. Flip your wig, okay. <laughs> and Bob Mould's wig. Oh! So close, <laughs> so close. There you're going to have a go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's that? 
<laughs> that, that is Bob Mould. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember where the other Bob Mould was? Um, that was only his wig. <laughs> Can you remember? There wasn't another Bob Mould, was there? No, you just had a Bob Mould. You do, you've grown a heart. No, no I've no, grown no, 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 okay. uh, Can you find the other I Bob Mould? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to turn Can you husk a do? Can you? Can you? I'm just going to turn over this one. Oh. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, you made the game. It's what the, is it? It's that Warehouse album cover. Warehouse Songs and Stories, yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it, rubbish, that. Yeah. <laughs> what a right. terrible idea. Is it not going to catch up? So we weren't able to Huskadoo Huskadoo. <laughs> no, we weren't, no. Okay. Well, right. What did we hear before that? Pluto Moons. Oh, yes. Uh, and a song called Eyes, mysteriously spelt E-Y-E-Z. Well, uh, seriously or, or incorrectly? Well, I don't know, because it's off an EP which is called Spooky, but Spooky is the dollar, the S is a dollar sign. <laughs> yeah, again. So, so, yeah. The, why why the, am I reading that E Spooky? Yeah, you, you, e might, spooky. you might have got that right. Yeah, I might have written it down. Oh, right, right. I see. Yeah. Okay, uh, you can get that from theplutomoons.bandcamp.com mm. or you can also get it from littlelrecords.bandcamp.com. Yeah. It's going to cost you about £2 well, wherever bargain, you get it from for, a, for a five, five track EP. I was listening to that. And it's brilliant. Pro- yeah. We should say, actually, we haven't, we haven't mentioned that uh, we are very much recording in the middle of the countryside uh, today. Oh. Not in our usual studio. No. Uh, because of the fine Camp. weather, we've decided to decamp yes. to the country. Yeah, uh, and my drive across the country in the sunshine was soundtracked by that song just now. It's quite it bright and breezy, well. isn't it? Really good yeah. for summer. It's a yeah. real summer hit. It's got a little bit of African feel to the guitars. Well, on it's it a bit as well. talking Edzy, isn't it? Yeah, it but, is, it, yeah. but it changes throughout the song. Yeah. There's lots of things going on. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me. I've got Paul Simon Graceland African Tinge Sound Explosion and a, and a put bracket. Uh, did you do question mark? Is there a didgeridoo in there? I don't know what, what's making that. <laughs> didgeridoo? I'll tell you what you will find out, because if you go on their Bandcamp page, which I have done, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, there's a very detailed list of all the equipment that they use on their songs. Right. Well, very, very Let me see. Detailed. Yeah, so then, if oh, we well, find... At the end, there was a fat bass. There was a... That was <laughs> tremendously per fat bass, that was. Yeah. Very impressed with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd actually said, and early listeners, I thought it was rambling a bit at the end. Yeah. But then, when you appreciate the depth of that fat, that right down at the end, wasn't it? Yeah. They also on their, their band campaign, they describe it as based bass music, based bass music. Yeah, the, you're quite right. There is a the, it, 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 at the beginning. It says like Jackery, mm. uh, he does bass and vocals. Max Alper on synth samples and vocals. Sam Gaultier on drums and percussion. Yeah. And then further down, it goes into great detail and tells you that it's a it's a 1972 Fender Bassman amp four by ten amplifier. Not just stop short of saying the, what the serial number is. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a bit, uh, bass guitars, yeah. um, synth sizes of various kind of digital sampler yeah. um, it even tells you the mics that they're using yeah. S, uh, short SM58s and things I for the vocals uh, there is no mention of any analogue instruments whatsoever no um, so I think if, it's if, probably we, if, a money were, if money were no object we could yeah. recreate their sound exactly yeah but instead but obviously instead of using a didgeridoo one of them must have said didgeridon't estás escuchando el podcast de Trust the Wizard Qué barbaridad. Give us your mail. Give us your faxes. Give us a call when correspondence corner. Well, so we've had uh, you know the usual bumper crop of uh, of correspondence. First one, a short one. Uh, we Look at that bulging sack. Yeah, indeed, indeed. We have to. Uh, that's in the contract, isn't it? Yeah, we have absolutely. to do that joke every time. Yeah. Uh, 
Not so much of a joke now, really, is it? Yeah. So it's more uh, of an annoyance. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. let's keep it going. Yeah. Um, so first up, we had, we played Radio KWG uh, last time, and we had a message from Jeff from the band saying thank you so much to you. Uh, it was the first ever radio review, and he said, I think the show is really excellent. Mm. I could do with one at least once a week. Not once a week, at least once a week. So, uh, Big know, ask. It yeah. takes at least 80 hours yeah. to put this together. It, <laughs> it doesn't so. fall without a lap. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we oh. had another one yeah, from Yorkshire. From Yorkshire, yeah. I'll, I'll read it. Dear Wizards, on your latest, on your last podcast, I really enjoyed, or should that be endured, <laughs> your comic skit based around the Wu-Tang Clan checking into a Yorkshire guest house and the mildly amusing confusion that followed. However, as a fully paid-up Yorkshireman myself, I was very confused about exactly where the landlady character was supposed to be from. There was occasionally a slight Yorkshire accent, but other times, during the sketch, she seemed to be from places as far afield as Manchester, Newcastle, Birmingham, and sometimes didn't appear to be from the north of England at all. Yours in confusion, Brigadier General Reginald Weatherby Boycott, Mrs... Right. Well, wow. fortunately, we're lucky enough to have uh, the landlady of the of the guest house uh, from that sketch oh, to answer that question. Ed Nizzy, yeah, in person. Ed Nizzy, uh, so, yeah. yeah she, 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 she comes down. Hello, hello, Well, the thing is, uh, I, I actually suffer. It's, you should stop laughing there, please, oh. boys, because I actually suffer from a very rare condition yeah. called uh, uh, wandering accent syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you, it, it really is a very, very serious condition, and I think you should stop laughing about it. Oh, dear. Okay, no, well, thanks for that. Thank you for that vaguely racist retort. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yes. <laughs> a couple of, more. A couple more. of po- I say a couple of podcasts, but it was, wasn't it? A po- it was last uh, podcast. I think it might have been on before. Right. Either way, we played a fantastic song by the Efts. 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 Well, Thefts, Efts. 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 I was being a bit Yorkshire there. Yeah. They, they wrote to us because they were, they were quite pleased about that. Well, I yeah. think uh, Sharitha had written to them. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they had to respond by a SoundCloud. Right. Because they don't use Twitter or Facebook. No. Um, and, and they'd like to send us CDs, they said. Well, I was well up for that. <laughs> you got in there quite quickly. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I hadn't written to them, but, uh, but, <laughs> but someone had. Yeah. Uh, they, they said, we are a band with literally ones of fans. <laughs> consistently surprised when anyone is aware of our existence. Loretta and Shannon. Yeah. Um, I, wrote, I wrote them back. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I really liked it. I said to yeah. them, we really enjoyed the intergenerational poignancy of the lyrics and would love to hear more. Yeah. Uh, sent me a dress, and sure enough, Four CDs of Four CDs. That's, That's doubled your... Double my collection. The package is bristling with various postal stamps, postage stickers and various postal writings. Yeah. Uh, I can only hope we filled in the customs information correctly. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Um, so they got stickers as well? No. Oh. To, be, to be honest, no, is I didn't. Lie? But, uh, well, hold on. I'm, I can't in any way say that I was disappointed. No. I was ecstatic. Oh, yeah. uh, and then, of course, we, we listened to them, yeah. and they are absolutely brilliant. Of course. Uh, and I, I said to them, uh, I said, any tips on the ones you think are the best? Mm. Or would that offend all the others, I said. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they said uh, they said yeah, good to know they got there safely. Yeah. Uh, we like bits, bites, beats, which is, I think the second album best. Mm. Well, that's probably only because it's the newest album. That's obviously not right, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Emoticon is our best reviewed album yeah. and arguably arguably our most popular. But you, Hot- you'd have to say that we, you know, listeners should listen to them all. They should, yeah. they should go out and buy and listen to them all. Yeah. Hard to tell since none of our stuff could really be called popular. Mm. It's only a matter of time, Fs. Yeah. 
I, my personal favourite, and this is from uh, uh, Shannon, mm. uh, song of the whole bunch is Revolves Around You, found on the Geeky album. When they say Geeky album, it's the album, this music's probably too, too geeky, geeky for you. Because it involves lyrics that best represent my relationship with Loretta. Yeah. Uh, Loretta's favourite song is probably Beatwalker, found mm. on the Bits, Bites, Beats album. Yeah. Thanks again for your support. Um, of our musical endeavour, almost all the songs on those albums were created as gift songs for specific people. Mm. We're impoverished folks and tend to give songs away in lieu of spending actual cash. Okay. Um, the backstory of, for each song can be found on our blog, thefs.blogspot.com. Mm. All the best. Which, and, and I said the four CDs are brilliant, mm. but did you notice that two of the songs on Bits, Beats, Bites mm. uh, are songs sort of dedicated or gifted to uh, other podcasts? Mm. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't so, notice that. Well, it is, yeah, most yeah. famous girls on the internet, and I think the 69th thing. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I mean, I'm not presuming for one second no. that we're going to waste these people's time no. on yeah. doing a song for the Trust the Wizards podcast. Plus, yeah. if it did happen, it yeah. would get played. <laughs> it, would, it would definitely get played. Yeah. As would, and I had to disagree with uh, Shannon here because I thought that. Beatwalker, mm. that was my favourite song as well, so oh, I'm with yeah. Loretta on that one. Ah, okay. So we listen to that then now. Let's hear Beatwalker by The F's.
can blame the rising tides All the waves crashing through my spine You can sink a boat that's floating On a river of wine Oh my God, it never stops flowing I'm a ship in that bottle on the sea I don't even like the taste But the taste likes me Please don't feel guilty I did this to myself
Okay, so that was Stephen Jones uh, with the song Wrecked, which is from his album Melancholy. Uh, that's melancholy spelt as in melon the fruit. Indeed. And yeah. oh, Collie the dog? Uh, no, Collie, Collie not no. the dog. No. But, um, what's his name? The Smashing Pumpkins did that, didn't they? They had one called Melancholy and the Infinite and Sadness. And that was Collie the was dog. was spelt like Collie the dog, yeah. but melon was not spelt like melon the fruit. It had two L's in it. There, there you go. Yeah. Good, good knowledge. Yeah. Uh, now, this, this is quite exciting in our world because mm. uh, Stephen Joe's big fan of the pod. He is, uh, yeah. And he's, uh, he's always uh, saying nice things about us and tweeting us and, and mm. saying... Like. And he's made three or four well, new he, albums well, with he, well, singing. It, yeah, this is a return to him singing. He swore he would never do he did. albums with singing on it. He did, he? and yeah. I'm really pleased he has because these are fantastic. He's released three. That was from the same Melancholy, which is the first one, uh, which was followed, I think, probably two weeks later by the album Outsider. These are all released through his Bandcamp page. Um, and there's a third one now, which is called uh, No Message, um, all of which are new songs with him singing yeah he's, he's been producing a load of stuff of course mm. over the last few years since since was it 2010 since we saw him well and then he seemed to stop <laughs> making well, records where he sung on yeah well yeah. since the last the last stephen jones album um well ba- was it baby bird even it was it's baby, baby bird, bird, it's bird. Baby yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah yeah so he's been recording as black reindeer deluder and trucker and they've all been instrumentals mm. more or less He's been very um, prolific, though, hugely uh, with prolific. those names. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot yeah. of a lot of music. Yeah, um, and I like it. I mean, you know, it's great. But these, I think, it's taken up a notch, notch higher. Mm. Um, and as I said, they're all on his his bank account, which is the Stephen Jones. That's P H, all one word. The Stephen Jones dot bankcamp dot com, uh, where you can download these. Or you can certainly go and stream them. Um, nothing, but you can go and download them. And I would highly recommend that you do. So, a uh, friend of the pod, J.D. Meatyard, uh, has got a new album coming out, uh, Taking the Asylum, it's called, out on Probe Plus Records. There's a, a detailed review that I wrote, which is on, on our blog post, but we liked it so much we thought we'd talk about it as well. Uh, yeah. So, the, the album's not out yet, but you, you can get it through the Probe Plus uh, site, uh-huh. and through J.D. Meatyard's own site, I think. Um, what so do you reckon, it, it's that's great. Mm. It's great. We heard quite a few of the songs uh, when we saw him live uh, in Liverpool a month or two ago, didn't we? We did um, three or four, I think. And uh, they made an impression on me. But actually, some of the I'm, I think some of the ones that he didn't play, I like even more on the album. Mm. Uh, and it's it's a there's a song on there called Love Songs and Rage. Yeah. And he could have called the album that. Because well, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of love songs and there's a lot of rage yeah. um, on there. Uh, and he he told us when we met him. I'm not sure if it was part of the interview or if he did tell us afterwards. He was telling us about get, he'd got married and he got married in New York. That's wasn't right. He? Yeah. Uh, so the first song. Yeah. Um, we'll always have New York. We'll always have New York. Uh, of course, the home of Simon and Garfunkel, and that song bookends oh, the oh, album. Yeah. 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 But it's at the start of the end, you see. Yeah, so yeah. we did that, yeah. Uh, so I like that one. And yeah. I like I like the fact that in the middle of it there's a little sort of violin solo That's where right, he yeah. plays little bits of singing in the rain and and the wedding march and a sort of Say this hornpipe type yeah, thing right. in the middle. Jig? Is it a jig? Yeah, a jig? I, don't, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good opener, though, isn't it? It's it is. It is good. Um, but there's, there's there's another one that he played live that I really liked was Anna had a kid. Yes. Which from the way he played it when he was live, uh, you know, it, it's Anna. Uh, you know, he talks about Anna had a kid and and this, you know she, she had no guilt for the. No guilt for the living of her life, wasn't it? That's you right, know, yeah. And, it, yeah. she and then was, Anna went and died. She, she left, she, yeah, and so did the kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, pretty, and, what a sad song. And, 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 and in, in the... But, but it's also a celebration of 
in a way, it's a celebration of this person who, who, when they were alive, lived life to the full and, you know, clearly had a good time. There's a really good video for that. I don't know if you've seen it. He's just, he's just put together a really nice video. Right. Um, but I'm guessing that's what this sounds like. And the, 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 the emotion that he sung that song with in Liverpool suggested to me very much that was a person who he knew. I think uh, they're real people. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, yeah. I agree. And, and that, again, that's got great violin on it. That song, but there's also, also there's that sort of insistent guitar sound. Sort oh of, yes, there's a sort of, of a one note guitar sound, yeah, which, which I really mentioned. Like. Just reminded me, I meant to mention how much I like the one note guitar sound on the Husker Do song a little, <laughs> little while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then in the middle of the album, uh, oh, there's another song called "Wonderful Day" that I, that's got some interesting, interesting lyrical references that I enjoyed. There's a bit where he says, uh, "There's a party." He says something along the lines of, uh, "There's a party in my mind," and Dave won't mind. Because right. he's nicked a Talking Heads lyric there. Oh, really? Uh, and and he also there's a bit where there's a bunch of people say no big hair, which is a lyric from I'm sure that's deliberately a lyric from my favourite pavement song Cut Your Hair, ah. uh, where they shout that song. Far away beach as well. Yes, as well. It could be an echo echo beach thing. Yeah. Or Rockaway Beach. Yeah. 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 And then my favourite songs on the album are, are sort of towards the middle. Oh really? Uh, where are you going next? The, the title track. Um, yeah, I quite no, yeah, that, I quite like that one. Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's the one where he says he played um, that live, didn't he? He did, and he says you do this. He, he lists some things that somebody does who he presumably doesn't like. Society, so, you do these things, and you say that I'm strange. Yeah, well, you know, it, uh, which I, I like that bit. That yeah, idea. You dress your kids in thongs and high heels. Yeah, and you say that I'm strange. Yeah, you yeah. go to the gym to make your make your muscles big, yeah. and you say that I'm strange. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked "Never Seen a Never Seen a Kid Born Bad," oh, yeah, okay. which is a kind of a very folky song, a kind of riposte to the sort of string, em up, string em up brigade. You know, yeah. the lock them away, lock away, throw them away. lock them up, throw away the key. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you know how, how Mother Nature gets the blame for the bad, but you know he's never seen a kid born bad, and I like. There's a reference to the fall I, in that song as well. Who made the Nazis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, and he, mm. I like the uh, the idea behind the song and the song very yeah. much. That's a great song, yeah. But probably my favourite. Well, we, there was the four kids playing on Gaza Beach, which is a very powerful song. But yeah. we played that on a previous podcast. We did, yeah. But in that in that the lyric, it's not war, it's a war crime. Just yeah. yeah. Every time I hear that, I go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, what was your favourite song? Then? My favourite one was uh, "I'll Catch a Falling Star." Uh, oh, right, okay. Which is he, he kind of? That's not a cover version, is it? No, catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Is that Perry Como? He's he definitely done it. Something like that, isn't it? Done it. Yeah, it is uh, a slower song, though. To be it, fair, this one. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, in in that the lyrics of that, I just think are great. He's he's basically saying uh, that he meets these achievers, and he talks about meeting this self-made man in a bar who, like, in the self-made man is boring him by telling him. I'm, I'm paraphrasing all this, but by telling him how he, how he got to be so successful and all yeah. this kind well, of Mr. stuff. Mr. Success, he calls him, actually. Yeah, and he talks about um, people with silver tongues and immaculate dress and that it doesn't impress. And then in the chorus, what I really like is he's kind of rejecting all those, um, you know, signs of being a successful person. And he's saying that uh, the chorus says, watching the grass grow is fine by me and the paint as it dries has a mystery. So he doesn't feel this pressing need to be achieving and succeeding all the time he's quite happy to watch the grass grow and, and watch the an paint dry existentialist yeah. well I thought it, I yeah. thought it was I mean it's a very beautiful song and, and it sounds almost like a, a, a love song 
but I thought I felt that it was a, a love song rather than a love song to a, a potential partner. It, well, a love song to maybe a record label, and in that he's rejecting the idea of being commercially successful, um, and he's happy to you know plow his plow his own furrow. Yeah. Um, do the stuff that means something to him and not worry about. You know, I haven't thought of that, but yes, yes, that is exactly. Yeah, it could be taken that way, couldn't it? To yeah. think of his career. Yeah, yeah, because his career hasn't been overly successful in terms and of yeah, selling records on its own terms. And yeah, yeah in, in yeah. talking to him, then when we when we met him that time, it's clear what his mission is. Oh yeah, you know, so he's, driven, uh, he's driven by a message, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. He wants to make music that means something, and he's not bothered about making money, is he? No, you know? no, no, at all. Um, well, I, I, I'd just like to mention a couple of other songs which I particularly like. I, I really like the song Waves, which is um, the first time on the album that the drums come in. Yeah. Um, because it starts, it's acoustic, it's, it's there's guitars, but the drums come in on that one, um, and there's sort of a, a chanty vocal. Oh, there's a kind of, the ro- kind of nice guitar riff on that as well. Yeah, that's there? right. Yeah. Like John Spencer Blues Explosion that's, type thing. That's that right, yeah. me of. Um, and there's a reference to not going gently into the night, yeah. Uh, which is, I think, you know, he's, he's sort of modus operandi in a way. You know, he's not going to go quietly. He's going to rage, oh, right, rage yeah. against everything. Yeah. Uh, right. And the roles, and, and yeah, I really like that one. Uh, I also really like the, the title track and um, Ten Miles Low, I think we should mention as well, which is later on in the album, which is probably the noisiest yeah, song. Yeah, I've, I've just written down here. It's the loudest song on the album. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's got, it's it sounds bit, more like Calvin Party. Yes, and it's a bit, the guitar stuff. sounds a bit cold turkey. Uh, John Lennon Cold Turkey as well yeah yeah that's a good one and he played that when we saw him I think didn't he I think um, I'm not sure you know. yeah no yeah. I, I don't know but it, yeah. it, again it, was, it, it does what I like best from him which is noisy guitar with a, a really angry rant over the top of it so those, those that's the ones. rage bit and again uh, sorry the preceding track to that uh, which is the one Satisfied, Satisfied Heart, Heart yeah. which he said when we saw him was about his mum yeah. and that's that's the love songs bit. Then that's that's um, yeah. you could imagine Van Morrison singing that in the eighties. It well, really sounds Hank, like a... Hank Williams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, all, all 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 told, it's a fantastic album. And Rebel Ricketts not in a way here like a man who needs to listen to this album. I can't need to listen to this album. <laughs> <laughs> so go on into the well. We, we should play one then. We should play that. I think you can choose. You choose the track that we should listen. Well, can I choose? I'll catch a falling star then. Two, three, four. I've got no ambition instead Butterflies instead in my head I guess you must get frustrated But I'd rather walk than get ahead I'll catch a fall and catch a fall and catch a fall and start I'll catch a fall and catch a fall and catch a fall and Silver tongues, immaculate dress I just can't help it, they don't impress Me I know that you think I'm a mess But I'd rather watch the mountain glow I'll catch a falling, catch a falling, catch a falling star Catch a fallen, catch a fallen, catch a fallen star Watching the grass grows fine by me And the paint as it dries has a mystery to me 
made man corners me at the bar Mr. Success has to tell me how we got so far But I cry Watching the grass grow is fine by me And the paint as it dries has a mystery to me Fallen stars burn brightly
That was Barrington. Uh, just the one. Just the one, yeah. yeah. I thought they were called Barringtones, but no, Barrington. 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 Onomatopoeia Records, yeah. uh, uh, which you can hear on www.onophonic.com. Uh, dot com and that track was from a two track EP uh, and that was the second track called Foxes and Brimstone they are um, I like some of the names from this band so I'm gonna, I thought I'd share them with you uh, Barry Dobbin uh, on guitar Barry. and vocals <coughs> Barry Dobbin Barry, yeah. formerly of a band called Claw C-L-O-R mm. no uh, Conan Coolidge on <laughs> bass Conan is that Conan C- Conan I think no, I don't Conan. know or Conan, Conan I don't know is it Cool Edge? You spelled Cool. Cool Edge, yeah. Cool, cool edge. edge, yeah. Nice. And, and my favourite band member on drums, Boomer Opperman. <laughs> That's uh, an onomatopoeia name, right there. It, it is on a for you, right there. Mm. Uh, and that's on on a onomatopoeia records, uh, home of they came from the stars. I saw them, uh, an old favourite of mine. Uh, but I don't know anything else about them. So this is the, this is the the Wizards Cost Pass. Hassel Atkins, or Hassel Hayes Atkins, was a rockabilly one-man band from Boone County, West Virginia. A wild man, both on stage and off. I recently watched a documentary about him, uh, which you can find online. It's called The Wild World of Hassel Atkins. Uh, Highlights from that that documentary included Hassel um, standing on top of a car, playing an electric organ whilst wearing a very big wig, and singing a rock and roll song and dancing around, and then just before the end of the song, he he, he got a, a sort of large chair from God knows where, which he then used to attack the organ until it fell off uh, the the top of the car, uh, and he kicked it down onto the floor and then carried on singing. Uh, other highlights were uh, a gig that he played in in a very redneck looking bar. Uh, and uh, where um, three women had a fight, um, three middle-aged women have, had, a, had a massive fight that went on for s- several minutes uh, over who got to sit in the chair next to Hassel on stage. Um, <laughs> he, he died in 2005, aged 68, claiming to have had three loves in his life, girls, guitars and cars, all three of which got me into trouble over the years. <coughs> a typical incident occurred in 1957, when he and three friends drove a car off a mountain. A local newspaper reported that the car tumbled 70 feet into nearby Pond Fork. The driver died at the scene, but Adkins survived, although he sustained permanent back damage. He's had his songs covered by the cramps and various reissues of his old recordings, and at the end of the documentary, he issues a plea to the, to the viewer to find him a, a decent music lawyer who can get him some money from all these reissues that have come, come out. When he very first heard uh, rock and roll music, or indeed country music, and people like uh, Lefty Frizzell and Hank Williams as a, as a youngster, he heard them on the radio. He didn't hear, he didn't notice that these people said that they, uh, you know, Hank Williams and the Drifting Cowboys or whatever, and he thought that Hank Williams was playing all the mu- instruments on Hank Williams' records by himself. So when he plays, he plays the guitar. He has a he's a he's a rock and roll one man band effectively. He has a drum drum kit that he plays with his feet and and various things attached to him in various places. Uh, as for this song, uh, when you hear an old rock and roller singing the words "Come on, baby, I want that head," you presume mm-hmm. he's singing about blowjobs, mm-hmm. but not hassle. <laughs> no, no. As he makes quite clear in this song, he actually wants to decapitate his best gal and put her head up on the wall. And having done that, 
In fact, he's very specific about exactly what time he's going to do that as well. <laughs> it's definitely premeditated. And having done that, he claims it would be very difficult to argue otherwise that then you won't eat no more hot dogs. <laughs> I think you're beautiful 
But it's impossible to make you understand But if you don't take my hand, I'll lose my mind Taken from Jens Lehman. <laughs> taken from the Oh You're So Silent Chirito. No, Oh You're So Silent Lens compilation from 2005, which uh, mm-hmm. have a little look oh, at. There right. you go. Um, and yeah, as you as you were making reference to, it, it's it's full of the idea of Monday greens. Are yes. You, are, you, are you all over Monday greens? Monday greens. Mis- <laughs> mis- misheard lyrics. Or... Misheard lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. And because uh, yeah. he he she says something and he thinks he's talking about. No, she thinks she's talking about the fall. Well, he's, yeah, when he said the fall, he said, oh, he meant Marky Smith. Yeah. But also and also Maple, Maple Leaves, Leaves and, and she said Make Believe. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right, yeah. so there's all that going on. Um, which had me looking back at uh, sort of famous um, Monday, Monday Green. Green. Yeah. The one, I mean, there's lots in there. Jimi Hendrix's famous... People. Excuse me while I kiss, kiss this guy. guy. Yeah. Uh, and Louis, but I found out Louis Louis. You know, the, Louis the, Louis. Yeah, the, the yeah. Kingsman song. Apparently, that was... People when think it, it's got a swear word in it. Exactly so. It was yeah. suspected by the FBI, would you believe, of being yeah. obscene. And they investigated it mm-hmm. uh, after somebody complained. They had the, the line, I'd rather lay her again, in it. Yeah. Um, so the, the FBI went in and, and investigated, as I say. Um, and they found, and this is their, their conclusion, that the song in its entirety is... <laughs> Unintelligible, <laughs> and yeah. therefore could not be considered uh, obscene in in any way. You could project any words on yeah. yes. That reminds me. On a previous podcast, one of you said something about uh, the first song to get to number one in the charts, which had which had swearing in it. Israelites, Israelites by Damon Decker. Mm. Damon Decker, Decker yeah. and. 
my wife and my kids, they fuck off and leave me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that, that, uh, I have it on good authority from uh, the Lancashire Toreador, a good right. friend of the pod, yeah. uh, who, is a, who is an expert on all things reggae. Oh, yeah. That is definitely not what they sing in the lyrics. No, almost certainly that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, just going back to this song, Sorry. Um, yeah. I, I've written down that I felt that they sounded a bit like a... Because he's Swedish, Jens Slekman. I know. Swedish mag- magnetic fields, I thought. Well, that's where I, that's how I've heard of him before. Oh, right. uh, this name rings a bell. Uh, I couldn't think why, and I was, you know, going to say it's not the Ars- ex-Arsenal goalie, um, but it, it, his name rings a bell. And then I realised I knew him because he did a cover of probably just about my favourite Magnetic Fields song, oh. Uh, Yeah, Oh Yeah. Oh, did and it, he yeah? did a cover of that with Tracy Thorne. Oh, I didn't know that. Of uh, Everything But a Girl. Uh, uh, so Magnet Magnet Field. Yes. Sorry, what's happened to your mouth? <laughs> Magnet field. Yeah. Did, 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 magnetic fields in Swedish. Oh, is, is it? it? Yeah. Right. Okay. I wouldn't know that. Yeah. No. What well, did you make of it? Did you what, like it? what did the music do for you, though? Ah, oh, it was great. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. The music reminded me, uh, the samples in it, the drum roll at the start was very kind of Motown, and then the strings, the string bit at the start, I don't know what it's from, but I definitely recognised it from yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think the, the lyrics made it much more interesting. I think if, if you know those lyrics on, you'd be a bit suspicious. That, that generic 1980s Howard Jones... Howard Jones? Howard Jones style <laughs> music. Howard Jones? <laughs> oh, that's well... Might, might, you might be put off by that. Yeah. But then, like, so... It's so first, very clever, it's first album was called When I Said I Wanted to Be Your Dog, mm. which is curious, isn't it? <laughs> and I, I think, what, Rocky Dennis in Heaven? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he was Rocky bit... Dennis? Yeah. That, that character from that Cher film? Well, Rocky, he was, he was, people thought his name was Rocky Dennis, because what, what's the song called? Uh, well, that yeah, was Rocky Dennis's he, he Farewell paid. Song. Yeah. And uh, people thought that's, his name was Rocky Dennis. But some yeah. great ones, yeah. Every Little Her Knows Your Name. That's yeah. a good song title. Yeah. And another EP called An Argument With Myself. Yeah. I can't see Howard Jones doing that, can you? It's much more interesting than Howard Jones. I, I, I would recommend this compilation. It's the only record I've got by him, but it's really good. Um, yeah. Anyway. I've just Googled... Oh. Um, uh, Rocky Dennis. No, Rocky Dennis, yes. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Rocky Dennis. That's Rocky Dennis. He's in that, that um, poor boy who was played by a... They made a film of, about yes, his life did. with Cher in it. Yes, they did. Um, it's not Elephant Man. No, but but, but you can yeah, see what you can think. I see we get um, that the reference sample, from the string sample at the, near the start is from Dan Campbell's "By the Time I Get to Phoenix." Is it? Yeah, that's there why it sounded so familiar, I guess. And before that, we had uh, the nut job that is Hassel, <laughs> Hassel Atkins, Atkins. Yeah. County's very own. I'm amazed I've never heard of him. With that backstory, I'm amazed that that's never come to my attention before. <laughs> well, yeah, it's um, psychobilly, isn't it? Really, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the birth of psychobilly. Yeah, it's very early psychobilly. Can I ask you though? If you were going to say two cultural reference points, you heard that record. Okay, well, that sounds like. Mm. What would you say? Uh, it sounds like. Shall I tell you? Yes. Eddie Cochran, Sometime Blues. It sounds quite a lot no. like. It's, yeah. it's the Laughing Policeman. Oh, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. and Marky Smith. Yeah. It's Marky Smith doing the Laughing Policeman. Yeah, yeah. Which is, oh, what, what a great. He probably would do. That's the kind of cover he would do. Yeah, yeah. I thought it yeah. was him initially. Well, it, I, I've written down here. Apparently, apparently, I didn't know anything about him, and, and first time I've heard him. And anyway. Recurring themes in his songs. Mm-hmm. It says, sex, heartbreak, decapitation, aliens, hot dogs and poultry. See, everything and but decapitation. Yes, All true. of those were in this one <laughs> That's song. true, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, I've got, I've got a compilation of uh, album of his stuff and the decapitation thing comes up a lot. Mm. 
uh, and 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 he he says stuff about you know tinned meat yeah. a lot. It's not about meat. Uh, yeah. Uh, did he say anything about chicken in that one? There's chicken in this one. Was there? Yeah. Right. I think it okay. probably is. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea that you would cut someone's head off to stop meating hot dogs—that's going a bit far. It's isn't extreme, it? isn't it? Yeah, it's it's almost like he wants to cut the head off anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think the hot dogs are an excuse. And <laughs> I do think. I mean, isn't this the most misogynistic song, misogynistic song we've played since we played the song "Rape" <laughs> <laughs> some time ago? Oh, I the Peter Wingard. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we released this. That was me as well. Yeah, but I, I only bought it in order to show you yes, how yes, disgustingly yes, offensive yes, it was. This is very true. Yeah, you did. Yes, did. Yes, yes, but I mean, if you release that today, hmm. I think which one now? The, uh, this one, the yeah. Hassel Atkins thing. Yeah, the Hassel Atkins. I'm going to cut your head off so you can't eat any more hot dogs. <laughs> yes. I think you could well be referred to a, a multi-agency safeguarding hub. <laughs> <laughs> I re- really do. People, are, you just take it straight to the police station and say, "I've got concerns." Yeah, I've got concerns. They'd be there in like a shot. Yeah, no, he's, he's a man on on the edge of sanity, isn't he? He, he's, he was, yes, mm. yeah, he certainly was. But, uh, and so very were most of the people he hung around with by the look of that documentary. <laughs> oh, but really? the weird thing is, yeah, I'll, and of course it has to be said, I loved it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> If you come from neither or far, driving a motor car, if you're struggling a shooting star, welcome to Rebel Rigid's World of Scar! Welcome to Rebel Rigid's World of Scar! Welcome to Rebel Rigid's World of Scar! You may recall that in the last podcast, mm. um, Mr. Kicker Rouse very thoughtfully uh, issued me with a skank challenge. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he gave me a full ten CDs that had been sent from, no, is it Joe Fraser Records? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of these are from Joe Fraser records. It's, uh, it was Dub Vendor. Dub Vendor, yeah. right? Okay. And uh, Dub Fraser yeah. the boxer. I think so. Yeah. 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 Check some of these old CDs. Yeah. Out, that's where they're from. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, te- ten CDs. Now we did split up uh, listening duties. Uh, I just yeah. got the seven, <laughs> uh, and Sharitha got I three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to any of them. I listened to all of them. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, are they here? Uh, no, yeah, in my bag. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you about my seven, shall I? Please do, yeah. Because right, okay. So, so we should say thanks very much to Dub Vendor, by the way. Fantastic, yeah. thank you so much. It's, it's enhanced my life. No, can we get their website? But I know who they are. Okay. While, while you're going on there. Right, okay. Yeah. So imagine the scene. Mm. Ten CDs. Right, I'll start with this one. Fingerprint rhythm. Okay. Liking it already. Mm. A lot of different artists on there. I thought, imagine the variety. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. So I put this on here. We got first thing I hear. Lilting. Nice. Nice, nice. You're feeling good, aren't you? Yeah, I like that. You're yeah. feeling good, yeah. yeah? And, uh, you know, they start singing in a minute, yeah. as you might expect. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> but anyway, well, no, let, 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 let's let them start singing. Yeah. And this is, by the way, this is uh, Lloyd Brown, Don't Bother Me. Let's start now. You can t- so I enjoyed that. It was all right. And so then I thought, well, I wonder what the next one's like. Yes. Similar. Very similar. I thought, do you know what? It's, not, it's clearly not the same song, but that is very similar. I thought, but I've probably misheard it because, you, but you know, it's very similar. <laughs> but you know, and maybe what they should have done was spaced it out a bit more so that they got the you know the very similar ones. You know, but you don't really notice. So that's probably what's happened there. Just a bit of a mistake. It's a different singer though. Right? It is very much. So that's Ed Robinson. Ed Robinson. So next song. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Kashif Lindo. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a definite pattern emerging. Right. No, track four. <laughs> Frankie Paul, isn't it? Frankie, yeah. It is Frankie Paul's yeah. Stranger in Love, but there's a definite core theme, and I think you find five. Mikey Spence. 
<laughs> track six, Hopton Lindo. Uh, then Jackie Robinson's seven, eight. Um, yeah. This one is dedicated to. So what's going on here then? Well, I, I was feeling a bit ripped off in a funny sort of way, and to be, I've got to say, um, you know, I, I was. Um, yeah, I, mean, I was sort of thinking uh, it's going to be a bit of the seventeen of these. <laughs> That's going to be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. But then I started to thinking, hold on, what's going on here? So, whoever, Lloyd and Michelle Campbell and Jason Sterling, I think, have created Fingerprint Rhythm. Which is the rhythm track. Right? That's yeah. the rhythm track. Uh, and so they hand that out to all their mates, and all their mates come back with different versions of it. Brilliant. Fantastic. So the songs are totally different just to, then. Number 12 is Never Can Say Goodbye. Is that Never Can Say Goodbye as in the well, old disco let, let's song? let's find out. Yep. I think you'll find that that might be different. No, it's not. <laughs> no, but is, is, is it, are, they, are they singing Never Can Say Goodbye? I don't think so. I never can say goodbye. I think they're probably called no, 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 no. No, they're not. No, no. They're not. no. <laughs> no they're not. No, they're you not. were, but they I was. Yeah. Well, they missed a trick there. Yeah. Well, you see, then I, then I pulled out Skunk versus Dog. Oh, right, that, that, that looks good. That loops yeah. out your yeah. Has it got a skunk and a dog on the front cover? Yeah. It has got a, front, a skunk and a dog on the front cover. It's top. a Rasta skunk. Yeah. With the hat, you mean, and the mm. colours, yeah. Mm. Well, the sort of same could be said for the dog, really. The Rasta, Rasta skunk likes to smoke the skunk. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And on dog rhythm... Oh, well, let's, let's get this right. Yeah. So, you've got one side is dog rhythm, yeah. one side is skunk rhythm. <laughs> okay. So, of course, there's seven, eight tracks on the dog rhythm side. Seven of... Well, oh, they're all the same music. Yeah. <laughs> of course they are, yeah. Same again. Yeah. And the skunk rhythm, again, uh, eight, eight tracks, all the same again. Yeah. Can I just inform you at this point, one of the three CDs I had was exactly the same. Every track ah. was the same, but with different vocals. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so is, this, is this a is this common practice? Then? It must be a thing. No. It must be a thing whereby you make a, a track and then you give it to all your artists. And these are these are recorded in Jamaica, Kingston. Kingston, yeah. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very Jamaican. That's great. Yeah. Now then, on, in terms of the others, yeah. there's there's one incredible one. This one, um, Celebration Part Two, uh, Pentose Superpower, yeah. is an amazing. There's only one track on it, really. Uh, it's a live concert, right? Yeah. Where where our man comes on, and I think our man isn't uh, sadly isn't Tony Rebel. Uh, I think it's Berry's Hammond. That's your brother, isn't it, Tony Rebel? Don't yeah. give too yeah. much away. Yeah. There is a link yeah. there. Right. Berry's yeah. Hammond. He comes on and he toasts. Right. So the music starts, and then he goes, yeah. and as explosions, <laughs> and I think what are toy guns firing all over the place, yeah. and then the singers come on. He sort of, you know, Cutty Ranks. So Cutty Ranks is on it. Cutty Ranks is on it, yeah. yeah. And they come on, and then they sing reggae songs, but like, like things like "You Never Can Say Goodbye." So they really yeah. do sing, yeah. you know, uh, "Love Lifts Loves Up" and things like that. <laughs> Beres Hammond, I know that name because he's on this album uh, here, which is "Is It Rolling, Bob?" A reggae tribute to Bob Dylan, which I happen to know both me and Kicker mm. both own and love this album. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, and he does a reggae version of uh, "Just Like a Woman." Mm. But just when they're yeah. getting going, it seems to me, on the, uh, you know, when they're getting on with their singing, Mr. Berry's Hammond comes on, you know, and <laughs> so he breaks it all he up. Will. Yeah, <laughs> he breaks it all up, and then he says, "Mad Cobra, you come on." It's 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 an incredible thing. Right. I listened to fifty-seven minutes of it, <laughs> thinking. What happens now? <laughs> it's insane. Oh, very good. But if we've got to end on something, we have to say. Yeah. Carl Martin and the... Carl Malcolm. Carl Malcolm, indeed. Yeah. 
the album, I mean, which one thing I found strange about this album is yeah. clearly he's been delivered on a, by a stock there. Yeah. It's called Newborn. Carl yeah. Malkin's delivered by a stock. Yeah. Yet the whole album is is you know it's it's very religious. Come down Jesus and things like that. Yeah. Well, isn't that heretical? It is. It is very um, very religious. But then track number nine is called. Ah, here we are. Here we are. Now let's just <laughs> let's cue up track number nine because we've not heard this one for a, the longest time, and I can't imagine why. It's, it, look. Recognise it already. Mm. Old sweet sugar dumpling. <laughs> yes, it's that classic. Go on, Carl. Hey, fatty boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's very uplifted. It, it I didn't realise that had religious overtones. <laughs> no, I think they, I think they, they put religion to one side. But not unlike not unlike Jocko Homo by Devo. <laughs> You know, it's saying, yes, you may be big and fat and all, which, which would seem a little insulting, <laughs> but he's saying, I love you so much because of that, and embracing your fatty bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> but, I know the question you're asking is, yeah. from that, yeah, that, which is wonderful, your favorite. that wonderful collection of yeah. seven CDs, I've got to say, uh, there was a dog track, <laughs> um, <laughs> one gram. One gram. One gram. Mm. One gram by Tanya Stevens. Here it comes. It's all about when I stop defending our thing, you know, cause our thing for defend. Yeah. What's that? One gram and no money. Lunch alone, don't it? We no deal with no man. We no let up. Defend the honey. Tell them mother to run it. We no deal with no man. We no let up. One gram and no money. Lunch alone, don't it? We no deal with no man. We no let up. Defend the only, tell them a that a run it We no deal with no man, we no all the top Hold up your bank, book make them see Girl that a figure fat if you all the top To me it's a wife a chat You no response to she, you are on things Now one them girl they a feel later The one bag a chat, you no listen to that You a defend the dance and you no cater The Lexus fan and them looks bring you come But a dollars alone you a safer Cause one grand and no money, lunch alone done it We no deal with no man, we no all the top Defend the unit, tell him that I run it We no deal with no man, we no all the time Yara do not do it, no mean nothing to it We no deal with no man, we no all the time Defend the unit, tell him that I run it We no deal with no man, we no all the time Run it like you a journalist We a work freelance, we no stuck with no paper We no work with no handcuff, no, no whip No boy, no one, we body cut none of them Yeah, paper Pull up your one girl, we come well equipped With the style to pull off all the wickedness paper Nobody think you can carry me go a Burger King That not gonna make your position not safer Cause one grand and no money, lunch alone done it We no deal with no man, we no all the top Defend the honey, tell them how that I run it We no deal with no man, we no all the top Car alone can't do it, no mean nothing to it We no deal with no man, we no all the top one grand and no money, lunch alone done it We no deal with no man, we no all the top Yo, we bash to the bone, them no live with you alone A security gather figure protect where home One out of the gate, and one from the phone The whole of them a look at chance to come in our zone Man would have given it to be all we built Spend till them try and them come back still We can't bother wait till you write out your will Cause we not sick enough to swallow that they feel And one grand and no money, lunch alone done it We no deal with no man, we no Defend the honey, tell him that I run it We no deal with no man, we no all the top One grand and no money, lunch alone done it We no deal with no man, we no all the top Car alone can't do it, 
no mean nothing to where we not deal with no man when I let up Pull up your bank book, make them see Girl, that's a figure fat if you wallet it off to me Wife a shot, you no response to she You are on things now and them girl, they feel it One bag of chat, you no listen to that You are defending the dunzai and you not get up Feel exhaust, one of them looks bring you come But a dollars alone, you are safer Cause one grand and no money, lunch alone Do they win a deal with no man when I let up well, I couldn't agree more with every word. With <laughs> every word in that song. So, I mean, could you paraphrase? Um, one gram, yet mm. I have no money to pay mm. for the cocaine I'm about to shove up my nose. Is it cocaine based? Is it? Well, although she does say, she does say uh, something about lunch. She also says something about pizza, so maybe she's making some kind of recipe. So one gram... Actually, but, but then, I'm pretty sure she also mentions Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney all the time. Wayne, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Wayne Rooney snorting coke off a of pizza. That's yeah, what it's all about. It's, you know, it's the kind of thing he would he, do. He, he, he would, would definitely, definitely do yeah. that. If there's yeah. an old granny... Yeah. Yeah. She just mentioned that was... If the lawyers are listening. Apparently, Tanya Stevens is a, is a bit of a big deal. Did you know that? Yeah. She's uh, she's quite an influential reggae artist. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah quite yeah. a big name. Um, from the 1990s. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. She had a big hit with, and I, I, I will quote, <clears throat> You're no ready for this yet. You're not ready for this yet. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> Thank you for the translation. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it was a, a, big, a huge hit in, right. in, in reggae circles. Yeah. I don't know if he danced in reggae in a circle, but... Uh, I'd like to think you do. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, yeah. uh, can we also mention that one of the CDs I listened to, which was a big, big hit mm. with Chirizzo Jr. Ah, uh, right. uh, Especially this, uh, the, the first track, Such a Long Time, which was obviously about emancipation, uh, and it was, but it was talking about such a long time we've been travelling this road, was the chorus. Uh, and, but he just liked it because he wanted to put it on the car mm. when we were on a journey. Because nice. he just liked that we'd been on the road for a long time. Say, this, is, this is from dubvendor.co.uk. Dub, dub that, that one's only three quid, and I think it's worth every penny. It's the album's called Last Train to Zion mm. by the Golden Lion, who... Uh, the Golden Lion in Zion. In Zion, Zion right? yeah, mm. doing his iron thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's actually a really good album. Uh, and see, I and I Brethren, that was a good track. Mm. Um, yeah, so that, it sounds like it was made... In Jamaica in the seventies, and I think it was actually made in England fairly recently. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, interesting package, wasn't it? Should just say that um, obviously, I think the, the challenge is down there because there's three tracks: fingerprint mm. rhythm, uh, the skunk mix, and the dog mix. Mm. Um, so, so you know, get these these records, yeah. and you have the ability to make your own. If only we knew skunk. some sort of twisting well, version of you. Funny you should mention that because I mean Jar Rickett, who, uh, who, who, who is a, a, a cousin of mine, yes. uh, yeah. you know, summoning up from from the north of England, but yet yet twisting <laughs> like like he's born in Kingston. Yes. Um, and you know, we often, miss him. Well, he's better than you, isn't he? He's very much better than me. Yeah. Uh, and I mentioned to him that, that this was in existence. Of yeah. course, he knew all about of these course, sorts of yes. things. Uh, but he said, well, if you want me to do a version, oh. I said, it'll be a biting political satire, obviously, <laughs> because that's, that's where I am, my artistic journey. Um, but I'm willing to do it. So well. I have commissioned, oh. I've commissioned a piece from well, John Rickett. And we'll look forward to that. More than one gram, I hope. Let's <laughs> hope so. Draws. Wizards. Okay. Uh, we've played uh, music before from the uh, Swedish label Capitan Platter. I don't know if you recall. No. 
Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. Sork. Sork. Well yeah. done. Sork. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Sork. maybe something else as well. Mm. We certainly had some other stuff on the blog from that label. Right. Um, anyway, they were Swedish. Thought they were German. Well, uh, uh, Scan- Scandinavian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> European. We're all, we're all European they're, these days. We, we are yeah. indeed. Anyway, they, they've got a new record. Or they've released fairly recently a, a record by the band Monophona, who I was not Monophona. Aware. <laughs> Monophona, or maybe Monophona. Monophona. And uh, they've got this rather dark album, quite literally, uh, called Black on Black. Um, and it turns out that these these are Luxembourgish. Mm. Very, very much in, in my view, the Luxembourgish Portis head. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going with uh, Nidikur as being the the Luxembourgish Portis head. Yeah, okay. uh, is, is that a seaport in Luxembourg? <laughs> but there is no seaport it's a, in it's Luxembourg. A, it's, it's a town of about four thousand people in Luxembourg, uh, which I equated to Bristol being a town of about four hundred thousand people in Britain. So therefore. The Luxembourgish Portis head is Nidakua. Excellent. Thank you. Oh, good, good, good knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they, they are Luxembourgish, and uh, they do this this song called "The Hill," which basically makes the point. It seems to me that running downhill is not easy. Arms 
Okay, so we've heard a couple of songs there. First, we had uh, Monophona uh, with The Hill. What do you reckon of that? Well, Monophona. 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 That would be the opposite of the stereophonics or indeed the mm. polyphonic spring. Indeed so, yeah. yes. Monophona. Monof- monophonic. One sound. Monophonic means one note at a time or okay. one sound, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, which, of course, there wasn't. There no. were lots of sounds. No. Uh, it reminded me very, very much of, the, of uh, more, even more than Portishead, because of the ladies' vocals, was um, Lam. Uh, uh, the Mancunian band Lam, who she really did sound like. The lyrics, I really like the music, and I really like the lyrics, and I'm glad to have the sleeve in my hand here, because I can... Quite I, could, I couldn't hear all the all the words, but it, it seemed like something very sinister yes. was going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Somebody on a hill running it's down. It's telling a story, but, isn't but it? But now it, it's story. not that sinister. It, well, it doesn't seem that sinister when you read the words. It's just she's walking around, she saw this hill, there was a bloke standing at the top of it, <clears throat> he started to run down the hill, and um, then he couldn't, he couldn't stop, he fell over. She just falls over. Does, does he fall over? Like, no, he himself. I'm not sure he falls over. I think he just keeps well, he, At first he stumbled a little, he lost his balance a little, but as soon as he found his rhythm, he sped up, he kept going fast. He doesn't fast. even fall over. Even when he reached no, the level the ground, never, now he was coming towards stops. me, and as he passed me, he turned his white, wet face to me mm. and said, run. Yeah, because yes. he can't stop. He's in perpetual motion. Oh, well, also, what's he running from? Wow, yeah. 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 What's at the top of the hill? Maybe a zombie. Could be a zombie. Yeah. I like your link. <laughs> and you've gone too soon there, because Rebel Rickett, you've got the vinyl in your I hand. I have the vinyl in my hands. And you described the colour of the vinyl rather nicely, I thought. Quite yeah, poetically. Well, yes, indeed. Well, it's translucent, mm. but it's translucent smoke. <laughs> it is. The colour of the vinyl is translucent smoke, and I do love the character, which is the... That's is Captain Dan Platter. Captain Dan Platter. Is, is he... Uh, is he Captain Dan Platter. Look at his one eye. Uh, one, one eye. That's a whole yeah. record that way. Yeah, I know it's yeah. more on the record, but, <laughs> but I think that's supposed to be one. What are they call those things? The one eye patch? No. Monocle? <laughs> no. Cyclops. Cyclops, yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a cyclops. It's pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he, and also he looks a bit like a, the, the, this is the guy on the label he's yeah. the symbol for the label he looks a bit like he's dressed like Popeye, Popeye he's got a pipe and a hat of Popeye mm. but he's, his Pop face his face is more like he's, he's fatter and he looks a bit like Desperate Dan but he actually mm. looks more like um, Biffa Bacon's mum dressed That's as Popeye true. good knowledge yeah. good knowledge yeah. and Capitan Platter of course meaning Captain Ca- Plate Captain Record Oh, okay. That's right, yeah, Platter, yeah. <laughs> That's my German. <laughs> Captain Plate. Well, that's but yes, no but as, you, as you say, you mentioned zombies there, and we, we followed that song up with uh, I Ran With A Zombie from the Blue Giant Zeta Puppies. Uh-huh. Um, and the reason we played that, well, obviously because you can imagine the zombies running down the oh, hill yes. after this guy, yes. so it's a clear yeah. fact to choose. That does sound like the kind of thing that uh, would soundtrack some people running away from something, doesn't it? Yeah. And especially, it's, it's got a, a, a 60 yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, um, but it's, it's also it's a chance to play a record by a friend of the pod, uh, Tom Woodger or Woodger, uh, who is the guy behind the band The Blue Giant, oh, right. Giant Zeta Puppies. Um, and I, I wrote to him and, and said we we're going to play it, and uh-huh. I asked him. Uh, of course, the big question is why are they called the Blue Giant Zeta Puppies? Do you know why? Would you like to guess? Uh, no. Well, no, no, you well, don't know, or you don't know, you don't want to guess. Um, <laughs> I'll well, guess. Uh, I don't know why they called it. Mm. Uh, See, has he got a, a giant Zeta puppy? Is, is, what is a giant Zeta puppy then? I don't know. No, is, no, is, no, is, no, is no, it like, like this nonsense? Is it like um, someone who's called Jones? 
but then they call themselves Zeta Jones to make themselves oh, more oh, more oh, exotic. Oh, 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 um, oh, oh. But but a blue uh, maybe is it is he a big fan of Digby, the biggest dog uh, in the world? Uh, 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 no, that can't be right. That, that, that is a guess. You are so far away from the answer. Yeah. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. He, yeah. he says, and I'll, I'll read from his correspondence. Extra Please correspondence. Do, yeah. Yay! Bonus. Yeah. He says the name was suggested before the puppies actually existed. My long-suffering other half was doing some astronomy, uh-huh. <laughs> like all other halves do. Yeah. Um, and Zeta Puppis, P-U-P-P-I-S, is a blue giant star. Uh-huh. And a spell checker corrected Puppis to Puppies, turning the sentence the blue giant Zeta Puppis to the blue giant Zeta Puppies. She laughed when she saw this, read it out to me, and I said it sounded like a band name. And later when I started to record, I was trying to think of a bad name and remember the incident, and it was just so right. I went with it straight away. And he says it does get noticed. Yeah, it would. Which yeah. It does. I also asked him uh, about that song, uh, and he says, I ran with a zombie was sort of inspired by Left for Dead, the video game, which I know nothing about. Do you know yeah, anything about yeah. this? I imagine it's one of these ones where you escape from zombies. Presumably, yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Left yeah. Four, 4 with a foot number 4. Yeah. Uh, and also, of course, the Rocky Erickson classic, I Walked With a Zombie, which is a particular favourite of mine. The version on 12 Theories of Time Travel, he's talking about the blue, giant blue, uh, blue Giant Zeta Puppy song now, uh, the version on 12 Theories of Time Travel, I Ran With a Zombie, Rule 2, Double Tap, was recorded as part of a session we did for the Pete Jackson show on Dandelion Radio, which is the one we just heard. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be nice if we now heard, of course, having played... Um, Run with, ran with a zombie. Nets here now. Eric Rocky Erickson with I walked with a zombie.
three years after swearing, I would never, ever, ever do something so stupid again. I recently ran a half marathon. Uh, before doing it, I set about uh, with the idea that I would follow up uh, Rebel Rick. It's excellent a blog post on the subject of the ultimate running playlist when he ran an actual proper man's marathon yeah, rather than the uh, little kids' <laughs> version that I did. But um, And I've, I've started to make a playlist on Spotify, uh, which had all kinds of interesting, upbeat stuff on it. Uh, 808 State and Public Enemy and Booker T and the MGs and uh, DJ Format and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and uh, I never got round to putting that onto my iPod for the actual race. So uh, when I was actually doing the race, uh, I just had my iPod. I, I couldn't decide what to put on, so I just put on uh, a sort of shuffle mode thing. Uh, and I set off running around this race and... Um, it was only when I got to about seven miles that I started to realise that the music was not helping me. Uh, there, were, there, there, there were songs coming on that I really, really like. There was, uh, it played a song by uh, Camille and the country guy Dick Curlis. And there was a Proclaimers song, a fairly recent Proclaimers song called Spinning Around in the Air, which has the, the appropriate lyric... Tell me where it hurts. It hurts there and there and there. And, but that, that wasn't helping. That wasn't <laughs> no. helping. And then I found myself around about the seven-mile mark listening to a uh, Cocteau Twin song that I really, really like called The Tinderbox of the Heart, uh, which is quite slow and goes on a bit, mm-hmm. but really goes on a bit when you're, when you're running and has the repeated lyric in it about being browbeaten. And, and I didn't really realise it at the time, but that was really, really affecting my mental state and my physical state <laughs> because it was immediately followed by <laughs> the familiar voice uh, of our favourite impersonation victim, Kevin Rowland. Yeah. And I suddenly felt with this up-tempo song that, that, that uh, you know, I can remember from when I was 11, mm. I suddenly felt... A, 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 a lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the next mile or whatever flew by. Mm. And, it, and, and I started to realise... Yes, when I'm doing these things, normally the music that I'm listening to is psychologically very important. So I then went, I've, I've got a playlist on my podcast, which is called Dexy's Old School, which has got all, all, the, all my favourites from the, the 80s stuff. So I put that on and it helped for a bit of it. It wasn't really doing the trick. So then I, I thought, well, where do I normally go? Mm. Who do I normally turn to musically mm. in times, of, in times of strife? Mm. Uh, and, and it would just have to be just, you know, inevitably coming back to Bruce Springsteen. It was Bruce Springsteen's music that got me through the last half-marathon training that I was doing. Were you so, stopping, stopping getting your iPod out and... No, I was just running at the same time and, 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 uh, and changing the tracks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's got quite a big screen, my iPad. It's an old right, one, okay. you know. Um, so, yeah, and I put on Bruce Springsteen and that saw me through the last uh, five miles or so of the, of the race. And uh, it was just like playing random Bruce Springsteen stuff. And it started off with Promised Land. That was the first one that it played. I can't remember all the ones it played. Yeah. But, uh, but but some, some in particular. And I remember when I was training for the last one. And I used to play Jungle Land a lot. Not because it's a particularly good song for running. But just because it's nine and a, nine and yeah, whatever seconds long. And you know that when you went by, if you listen, by the time you've listened to that whole song, you'll have run a mile and maybe yeah. a little bit more. You know? <laughs> uh, so... Um, that's how much you appreciate music <laughs> yeah but the song that really and it, yeah I ended up putting it on again and I think I listened to it three times over the last few miles of the, of the course that really really jumped out at me because it's fast and the lyrics were helping me is Wrecking Ball 
of the title track from the Wrecking Ball album. Uh, I was going to say the title track from his most recent album, and Kicker wishes, sorry, Kicker wishes it was his most recent album, don't you? Because you didn't like the, the one he's done since. But, and, and the one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, there was things in that song that were, apart from the very, very sort of fast rhythm as it goes along, which rattles along uh, a fair old pace. But this, the song is about uh, is written from the point of view of a stadium. Yeah, as, as far as I'm, it's, the, the Meadowlands Stadium yeah, it, being, knocked it, down, uh, it? being knocked down, and there's a lot of some. Yeah. Fucking come on, let's let's have it. If let's see what you've got. Nerve, yeah. yeah, if you've got the nerve, so uh, bring on your reckon. Take your best shot. Let me see what you've got. Uh, bring on the wrecking ball because I can take it. You know, and all yeah. these things will survive. All these things will will uh, endure past yeah. whatever you can throw at me. Yeah. And that was really really helping me. So I thought rather than writing a blog post about a running playlist. Mm. I couldn't be bothered doing that. I thought I'd just... Ramble just on a bit. Ramble on a bit. Yeah. And then we'll play Wrecking Ball. Why not? Bring it on. I was raised out of steelhead swamps in Jersey Some misty years ago Through the mud and the beard And the blood and the cheers i seen champions come and go so if you got the guts, mister, if you got the balls, you think it's your time to step to the line and bring on your wrecking ball. Bring on your wrecking ball. Bring on your wrecking ball. Come on and take your best shot. Let me see what you got. Bring on your wrecking ball. Now my home's here in these meadowlands Where mosquitoes grow big as airplanes Here where the blood is spilled The arena's filled Giants play games So raise up your glasses Let me hear your voices call Cause tonight all the dead are here So bring Bring on your wrecking ball Bring on your wrecking ball Come on and take your best shot Let me see what you've got Bring on your wrecking ball Now when all this steel knee stories 
They drift away to rust In all our youth and beauty It's been given to the dust The game has been decided And we're burning down the clock And all our little victories and glories Have turned into parking lots When your best hopes and desires Are scattered to the wind And hard times come And hard times go 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 It's just Listener, that's all from the Trust the Wizards podcast tonight. If you've got any further questions about music, just send them in. But for now, it's good night from me, Rebel Rickett. And it's good night from Mr. Kicker of Elves. Can I just say that uh, Hassel Atkins' brother was called Basil? No, you can't. <laughs> and it's good night from Sharitho Garbanzo. Sin importa los testiculos. Good night, listener. <laughs>